ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. I think this week I'm going to start off talking about Origins Game Fair. Origins Game Fair is the first major convention SRG Universe is going to be at. It's going to take place June 21st through June 25th, which is just over a week and a half from now. As I'm recording this, it is June 11th. June 21st, a week from this Wednesday, I'm recording on a Sunday, is when the convention is supposed to start. I'm going to go over the information I have concerning the convention. I don't have a lot. SRG Universe, specifically, I don't have a lot from them. They've not done a lot. I kind of wish they would have announced more, considering that there's only one more episode of Talk of the Universe between the time I'm recording this and the time Origin starts. The next episode of Talk of the Universe is June 14th, and then a week after that is the first day of Origin. So they have one more episode to deliver any Origins information before the convention is here. Let me go through some of the basics of Origins. So Origins Game Fair taking place again June 21st through 25th, Columbus, Ohio, Greater Columbus Convention Center on the corner of High Street and Nationwide Boulevard. Really, High Street from Nationwide Boulevard to Goodale Boulevard. That's probably more information than you need to know. Just Greater Columbus Convention Center. You have to buy a badge to go, and then there are tickets for each event. If you go to OriginsGameFair.com, the first kind of article on the white portion of the website has a button to say get your badge. You go there, you click that button, it gives you options to get badges, also options to get tickets. There's a badge for the whole show, and then there are tickets for individual events. For most of the individual events, there's no additional charge for the tickets. That's a recent change Origin has done. Other conventions like Gen Con, there are additional charges for tickets. And I can tell you for Super Show the Game, for SRG Universe, all the tickets for their events, seven in total, on the Origins Game Fair website. All of those are free. There's no additional charge for those events. Back to badges. Looking at this, there's five different badges for the full show, all five days. And then there are daily badges. I don't see that any of these are sold out. So you should be able to get all of these. There's a VIG, Very Important Gamer Badge. There's a Full Show Badge. There's a Limited Access Badge if you're only going to play card games. And you don't want to play anything like a miniature game. You don't want to access the, uh, the board game library. Or other event categories outside of card games. You can just buy that. It's a little bit cheaper than the Full Show Badge. Full shows $95 for all five days. Card game only badge, $60 for all five days. It's up to you. It's an option. But there are badges out there. They're all available. From what I can tell, it doesn't look like any badges are sold out. The Super Show events, seven events, 
Three of those are Learn to Play Super Show events. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, noon, and scheduled to take place for an hour. If you're interested in those, you can go to the website, click on that, look at the details more for those. I'm not going to go through those. I can see, looking at it, a couple tickets have been sold for those. I'm going to start going through the four other events. These are the four major events for Super Show the Game at Origins on the website. Now, in the past, they've added additional events that weren't on the website. I don't know if they're doing that this year. They haven't said anything yet. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. There was one thing that was mentioned on Talk of the Universe. They're considering running triad qualifier events. The current triad champion, the Cannoli, may be at Origins Game Fair. I'm not sure if he's going to be. I have reached out to him. I have not received an answer yet. But I didn't reach out to him that long ago. If he gets back to me before the show, I'll give you that information. But if the current triad champion is at Origins, he will defend. There will be some sort of qualifier event. Don't know if that's just going to be related to events already taking place or separate events. No details other than Steve Resk, who runs the triad division, will try to come up with two people to challenge Cannoli for the championship. All right, back to the events. First event of Super Show at Origins, the Cookies Fortune Qualifier. If you win this singles event, you'll be qualified for the LFF Cookies Fortune Tournament hosted by General Manager John Calais. 2020 Vision will be in effect. There will be stipulations in the top cut determined by the general manager. And the winner of the event will get into the tournament date and time to be named later. So we don't know anything about a future Cookies Fortune tournament. All we know is that winning the tournament will get you, winning the tournament at Origins will get you into the future Cookies Fortune tournaments. It's scheduled to take place. Thursday, that's June 22nd, 6 p.m. There are 80 spots available for this. As of right now, as I'm recording this, 16 of the 80 spots have been claimed. There have been 16 of the 80 tickets available for this event claimed. So 64 spots remain. If you're going to Origins, I would encourage you, if you're going to play in this event, get your ticket. I can tell you going forward, and I'll give the tickets for each spot of the four big tournaments, there are 60 or more spots available for each tournament. Very few of the tickets have been claimed. I know from conventions past, SRG Universe really wants people to, if they plan on getting the event, get the ticket because those numbers help show the convention that, hey, we need the play space for these events. So if you're planning on playing in any of the major tournaments at Origins Game Fair, get your tickets. Tickets are out there right now. That's the Thursday event. Friday, one event, Super Show Tag Team Championship Tournament. It's Friday, so it is June 23rd, 5.30 p.m. start time. This is your traditional 
2v2 tag team format. 2020 vision will be in effect. The new tag team restrictions will be in effect. So each tag team can only have one competitor or entrance card from the restricted list on their team. Like I talked about last week, that list is currently on supershowthegame.com under rules, under tag team restrictions. Check that out. Make sure your team is you know, list compliant if you're going to sign up for this event. Per the website, only 18 tickets have been chosen for this event. There are 62 remaining. So if you're going to play in the tag team tournaments, sign up, get your ticket. It helps out. There are two events for Saturday, June 24th. The first starts at 1 p.m. It's the Super Show Play Pure Championship. No entrance cards, no spectacles, no skill requirement cards may be used. There are some restrictions on competitors. I believe there are three competitors that you cannot play. Funtime Bob, Flyboy, and El Super Ombre. This is going to be a double elimination tournament. Most of the others are going to be some sort of bullet round. You'll get three or four matches, and then there will be some sort of top cut, possibly more. I think all the other events are what they call three-game guarantee. This one is double elimination, and then the winner will be the new Play Pure Champion. That's, again, 1.30 p.m. on Saturday at Origins. The final event for Origins Game Fair, Saturday evening, 6 p.m., the Super Show World Championship. 2020 Vision is in effect. There will be stipulations at the discretion of the general manager. This is, again, a three-game guarantee tournament. You're going to get at least three games, potentially more, and then there will be some sort of cut based on record, like they usually run at these tournaments. For this tournament, there are currently 18 tickets taken, so 62 available. The Play Pure, I think I forgot to mention that. 15 tickets were taken, 65 available. For every one of these events at Origins, per the website, there are over 60 spots per tournament unfilled. So if you're going to Origins, get your tickets, sign up for the events. They're currently available online. Go to Origins Game Fair, click. It'll take you to the tabletop.events website. You can get your badge. You can get your tickets for the events. And check out potentially other events. See if there's anything else you'd like to experience at Origins Game Fair. But that's going on about 10 days from now, a week and a half, June 21st. Let me talk about some new releases. And again, these are subject to change. But here currently is what's expected to come out at Origins Game Fair. Competitor-wise, we have Abigail Ferry in Training, Guardians of the Gate, that's a tornado tag team from what I understand, an alt-art version of Leader of the Postal Nation, Maverick Jones, The Memes Dealer, Mr. Match of the Year, Wrighton, The Sheep of the Era, and the Great Outdoors. There are also a number of singles cards, quite a few of these entrance cards. We have Ring Introduction by Piglet, 
leverage your hand with the Unionverse. A higher class of LFF pet, Vile Driver, Oklahoma F5, an alternate art giant swing, legendary Union Break, an alternate art super power bomb, Irish Goodbye, and batting practice with Aunt Kathy. That concludes all the news I have about Origins Game Fair. I would say stay tuned if you're going to Origins Game Fair to see if there's any other news SRG Universe puts out between now and the time it starts. Hopefully, if there are other events, they're going to be announced sooner rather than later. If there are any guests, hopefully they announce those sooner rather than later. I didn't mention Matt Cardona. I think Matt Cardona was supposed to come out at Origins, but that didn't get mentioned on the last episode of Talk of Universe. We'll see if it does. I know there was some talk about the next wave of old school packs coming out sometime. Origins, Gen Con-ish. We'll see if that happens. That might be more of a Gen Con thing. But that's it. That's the Origins news I have. Again, June 21st through June 25th, Columbus, Ohio, Greater Columbus Convention Center. CCC News. The last match of the first round of the 2023 Creative Competitor Competition is over. It wrapped up Saturday night as I'm recording this. The three competitors were Math Guy, created by Brandon Kong, Captain Kiddo, created by the Dread Pirate Tech Support, and Rocky Romano, created by Split, which I didn't know going into it, but I found out because all three of the competitors in the last match, match number six, had promo videos. Not only did they have promo videos, there was some back and forth in the promo videos. So I'm very pleased that round one ended strong to me. First time every competitor in the round made a promo video for the round. I'm very happy to see that. Who's going to win this round? I have no idea. To me, it's a wide open round. We'll have to see who comes out, but it's all strong competitors. This is the type of round I could see one Maybe even two of the people who don't win getting wildcard berths. To me, making promo videos should get you a greater concern or an advantage in getting a wildcard berth into round two. But we'll find out who's going to make round two, I assume, on the next episode of Talk of the Universe. Faction Wars 4 update. Impact currently leads 8-7. to seven. That's the last update I have. Impact was down 7-6, but they managed to get two points, and so now they are up 8-7. Speaking of Impact, one of the players in the finals of Impact, Mark Perry, went 0-4, and as a result, he was booted from Impact. Kind of strange. They would kick him out before Faction Wars 4 completes. What does this mean if Impact goes on to win and they get title shots, does Mark Perry get excluded from potential title shots because he's no longer an Impact? He's essentially off the team. We'll find out. Matt Barone, whose competitor, Matty Bar one has made round two of the CCC, has also decided to leave Impact. That's quite a bit of turnover in Impact, considering they're currently up in Faction Wars 4. 
I'll continue to update you on Faction Wars 4 when I can. Again, the current most up-to-date news I have is that Impact is winning Faction Wars 4. That is pretty much the news I have from this past week. There were a few featured matches, a couple of online tournaments, and then Sunday Night Fights. So let me give you those. I'll start with the featured matches. I'm aware of two featured matches from this past week. Also, let me mention this. I forgot this really quickly. Last week, Brian Waitford Schmidt, who hosts Dojo, Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash Universe. He decided they would do a little faction fights. They would bring on two people to play for the house on Dojo. One from one faction, one from another. Whoever performs better will score point, score victory for their faction. The first one saw the big picture faction represented by Piglet versus the line faction represented by Hold the Line Harry. And with a total of one victory versus no victories, the big picture takes week one. Who is going to be in week two? We don't know. It might be a repeat. We might see another big picture member versus another the line member. We'll find out, though, coming up Tuesday, twitch.tv slash Universe. Now the two featured matches. Tuesday night, the Deep South Championship on the line. The challenger, Drew Madsen, playing his amazing red. The champion, Prince Butters, with his own creation, Unicorn Princess, in a ladder match. It was about a 20-minute match and went to crowd meter two. The winner, still champion, Prince Butters. Congratulations to Prince Butters for a successful defense. The other featured match from this week, prior to Sunday Night Fights, the United States Championship on the line after Talk of the Universe on Wednesday. The challenger, Funtime Bob, playing as Scott Prime. The champion, Ken Fouché playing as the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Super Show. Funtime Bob getting this shot because the higher class, his faction, won Faction Wars 3. This match, standard singles match, went to crowd meter 2. The winner, new champion, Funtime Bob. Funtime Bob becomes the United States champion. His next opponent, his first offense, will be against his fellow faction mate, Big Match Pete, who won the United States Contender Tournament. That's going to be the next match, Faction Mate versus Faction Mate, with the U.S. Championship on the line. Those were the two featured matches. Let's talk about the tournaments. Monday night. Monday night, Consigliere fights. 21 players broken up into groups. Three groups of four players. Three groups of three players. Top two players per group advance to the top cut. So that's 12 players in the top cut. Four of them get a bye. The other eight face off in TLC matches. When we get to the quarterfinals, it's a play pure stipulation. Competitors can't use their entrances. They can't use their spectacles. If they have skill requirement cards in the deck, from what I understand, those were still alive. The semifinal match, New York rules matches, but players were able to Cancel that stipulation out. The finals match and the third place match, special guest referee matches, Caveman 
the special guest referee. So once a player won their first turn, they were able to copy their opponent's gimmick. They had that gimmick, presumably, for the rest of the match. The top four here were in fourth place, playing as the new version of Cyclone, James Booker. In third place, playing as El Scorpio, Drew Madsen. The finalists were the Possum Kang as Kenzie Page and Carlos Lumbre as Quadruple H with the winner of Monday Night Consigliere Fights, Carlos Lumbre as Quadruple H. Thursday, Chibi hosts the third week of Season 3 of his Seat of Power tournaments. 27 players in this event, 4 groups, 3 groups of 7, 1 group of 6, top 2 per group advanced to the top cut. So we have 8 in the top cut. Quarterfinal round, steel, chair, stipulation used. Semifinal round, table, stipulation. Finals and third place, buddy building matches. Top four here were in fourth place playing as Hollywood, Cheshire. Not sure if it's the old or new Hollywood. Third place playing as the Rising Sun, Zach Ashley. Your finalists, former DWO faction mates, Candyman Dan as Sabu and Chris Pate as Sammy the Draw Callahan with your winner, Chris Pate as Sammy the Draw Callahan. As a reminder, the first and second place finisher of the Seat of Power tournament qualify for the Tournament of Champions. I don't believe Chris Pate or Candyman Dan had qualified previously, so if they have not, they're now qualified. If one of them had, it goes to the third or fourth place player. I don't have the list in front of me currently, but congratulations to Chris Pate for winning. Congratulations to Chris Pate and Candyman Dan for qualifying if they had not already done so. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. But before I get to Sunday Night Fights, I have a couple of updates. First, the Cannoli did confirm that he will be at Origins, meaning the Triad Championship will be defended at Origins Game Fair. Second, I went and looked at the people who have qualified through the Seat of Power Tournament first and second place achievements for the Tournament of Champions that will happen at the end of Season 3. Chris Pate and Candyman Dan had not previously taken first or second, so they did qualify for the first time here. They are joining Simple Chuck, the Grump Danny Thunder, Bob Dunn, and Drew Madsen as the other people who have already qualified for the Tournament of Champions once Chibi's Seat of Power Season 3 is done. I have one Locals report. Misos, Game Room and Collectibles in Louisville, Kentucky, did the finals of their old school pack league. The finals was a five-player round-robin tournament. Top three were in third place. Cassandra playing as Vampire Sekhmet. In second place, Brian Johnston playing as Reverend Goodbrains. And the winner, Kirk Polka, as the new version of Cyclone. One last thing before I get to Sunday Night Fights. Cheetah Cup 2 update. As I'm recording this, on Sunday the 11th, this is the deadline for the first portion of the Cheetah Cup to be completed. All the players have to have their matches 
and results given to Cheetah by 11 p.m. Sunday. Starting tomorrow, we will see the brackets, the winners of the group stages, and whoever comes out of second place will be paired up with the people who got a buy into this round because they did not have a competitor in Super Show the Game. That kicks off June 12th. Now let's talk about Sunday Night Fights. Four matches on the card tonight. First match, a grudge match of sorts. The Deep Six champion, Kirk Polka, playing as Chamomile T, takes on Rambo Apocalypse, playing as Emo Man. If Rambo Apocalypse wins this, someone from the TVA will get a shot at the Deep Six Championship. The stipulation is determined by bit donations in the chat. I didn't mention this before, but Sunday Night Fights streams Sunday nights on twitch.tv slash srguniverse. New York rules is the stipulation, so the match starts at crowd meter one with no disqualifications. It's a relatively short match with Kirk Polka winning the majority of turn rolls and ultimately hitting the finish, rolling an 11, and that's it. No shot for Rambo Apocalypse to break out. After this, I did learn that the Deep Six Championship will be defended at Origins Game Fair. No news beyond that, but look for that belt to be on the line at Origins Game Fair. Speaking of belts being on the line, the current World Heavyweight Champion did make an announcement earlier today. He was originally supposed to book all the matches for Origins Game Fair. John Calais took that away from him when he won the belt, when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. Booker is currently threatening to not show up and not defend the LFF's top prize if General Manager Clace does not return the booking privilege to him. We'll see what happens, but the champion has thrown down the gauntlet at the feet of the General Manager. Next match on the card, the Tag Team Finals for the Online League. The two final teams were the team of Mick Peak Inc., General Lee Wong playing as Ellis Taylor and Mac Attack playing as Funtime Bob versus the team of Candy to Bacon, Candyman Dan playing as the Oracle, Piglet playing as Chloe Ma. This match went to crowd meter three, mostly through stops for finishes that bumped the crowd meter up, and I believe through one of Chloe Ma's finishes. That one stopped, bumped the crowd meter up. But it gets to crowd meter three, and at crowd meter three, the winners, Candied Bacon, the former DWO faction mates, take the online league tag team championship for this season. Third match of the night, the LFF Hardcore Championship on the line. Originally, the challenger split a split. Versus the champion Michael Kerr as Quadruple H. But Rowdy Ron cashes in a Master of Ceremonies card to make it a triad match. So Rowdy Ron is cruel, comes in, ring step, triad match. And the cash in does not pay off at crowd meter zero. The beast Michael Kerr hits the finish on Rowdy Ron and he cannot kick out. Michael Kerr remains your LFF Hardcore Champion. Afterwards, the general manager for that division, Mark Perry, announces that 
the next contender will be split. The contender after that will be Rowdy Ron. So both men in the triad match will get one-on-one -on -one shots against the Beast Michael Kerr and see if either one of them can do individually what they could not do collectively. Also talk about this here because it came up. There was some question as to whether or not the bump-out rule is in effect in triad matches. The answer is no. The general rule for the bump-out rule, the bump-out rule is when two players would bump when they roll the same amount for the turn roll. Their turn roll goes to zero. The general rule for the bump-out rule is this. When a player would have three or more opponents in a match, the bump-out rule is in effect. I saw some people in the chat on Twitch say bump-out rule is in effect when there's four players. Not quite true. There's no bump-out in tag team, for example, and that has four players. It's three or more opponents. That's what you're looking for. So things like the birdcage, grand battles, fatal four-ways, those have bump-outs because players... An individual player has three or more opponents in that match. That's the general provision for when the bump-out rule is in effect. The final match of the night, the LFF Tornado Tag Team Championship on the line. The challenger, the big guy, playing his new Tornado Tag featuring him and Mr. Moneymaker, Big Money. The champion, Mark Perry, formerly of Impact, playing as F and Impact. This was another lopsided match similar to the first, although it did go longer, with the winner at Crowd Meter Zero, still champion Mark Effen Perry. Congratulations to Mark Effen Perry for successfully defending the Tornado Tag Team Championship. Now, he will not be at Origins, so that belt will not be defended in 10 days at Origins. We'll see when the next defense is going to be. Nothing was announced as to who the next challenger for the championship will be. And that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.